Hello, everyone. I'm Harvey Brownstone, and today's guest is a young actress who came to our attention in her big breakout role in the Ryan Murphy miniseries Impeachment, American Crime Story. She played the daughter of Linda Tripp, the woman whose tapes exposed the President Bill Clinton-Monica Lewinsky affair. In numerous scenes opposite Sarah Paulson, who played her mother, our guest demonstrates a talent and sensibility well beyond her young years. And beginning December 19th, we'll be seeing her in the Paramount Plus series entitled 1883, which is a prequel to the critically acclaimed series, which I love, entitled Yellowstone. She's also a strong advocate in the battle against human trafficking, lending her voice to several organizations in support of victims of exploitation. I'm delighted to welcome Emma Malouf to our show. Emma, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Harvey, for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Emma, I must tell you that I was really impressed with your portrayal of Allison, Linda Tripp's daughter. You appeared in eight of the 10 episodes of the miniseries, and you went head to head with one of our greatest actresses, Sarah Paulson. Tell us about the experience of working with her. I mean, how do you even begin to put that in words? It was, it was incredible. I mean, here you have Sarah Paulson in her element, creating this character of Linda Tripp, bringing her to life. And, you know, for me, it, it was like a, it was it was a masterclass. It was absolutely a masterclass in acting and being able to watch her portray Linda and portray her humanity and bring her to life in a way that audiences have never been able to see before. I mean, it was incredible. And to see her operate on set and, you know, pay her, her attention to detail is just truly, it's incredible. She understands everything going on in the scene at all times. And I mean, for me, you know, just sort of now starting out, I was watching her like a hawk. I mean, my eyes were glued to everything she was doing because I wanted to learn. I wanted to take it as an opportunity to, to learn and, and grow as an actress. And so, you know, apart from that though, everyone on this set was just absolutely incredible. The cast, phenomenal, the crew, exquisite. I mean, everyone that I got to work with was just so, so amazing. Yeah, it was it was pretty cool. <laughs> I can imagine. Both of your parents are pastors and you grew up very involved in the City Reach Church in Austin, yeah. Texas. Were your parents supportive of you wanting to pursue an acting career in Hollywood? Absolutely. They they were so supportive and they still are to this day. I mean, I told them, I said, you know, mom, dad, this is what I feel like I'm supposed to do. And they were like, well, you know, who are we to squash your dreams? And so, you know, we had so many, so many important conversations just about, we knew nothing about Hollywood, nothing about the industry, nothing about being, you know, on TV or, or working on a set and just how the industry works. And, you know, and I'm so thankful because I have, we met my most incredible manager. I have an amazing team, agents, all the things have been just so thankful and so blessed. But yeah, my parents, they are, they are so supportive. And they said, all right, well, we're going to do this together as a family. So I'm so thankful because my grandparents actually moved out to LA with me when I was 14 to pursue this journey because, you know, my parents are pastors. So they have our church and my little brother here in Austin. And so my grandparents came out and lived with me from age 14 until just recently. And now I'm 
on my own and living with some roommates in LA. And, but yeah, my parents, they, I, I could not have done this without them. Was it a huge adjustment for you moving to LA and starting to launch yourself in the industry? Absolutely. I mean, you know, it was something I've never experienced before, something that I, was so foreign to me. I didn't even know how to go on an audition because I've never done that before. And so I'm so thankful to my manager and the team that I have that has been built around me to kind of help guide me in my career. And I mean, it's really amazing because you know, when I moved out there, I had these big dreams of, oh, I'm going to make it. I'm going to be the next, you know, this person and I'm going to be on Disney Channel or something like that. And I'm just going to I'm going to make it within my first month. <laughs> and I'm very thankful that that did not happen because I wouldn't have been prepared for it. I wouldn't have been prepared. I wouldn't have been mature enough to handle that, to handle what I had hoped for. And so I'm very thankful for the process that I have now been on of, you know, having a role here, having a role there, gaining experience here, gaining experience there, taking acting classes, auditioning. So it's been, it's been a really great journey and, you know, it's just getting started and I'm super excited for what's to come. And I'm excited for you. Tell me, who are the actors and actresses that you look up to as role models uh, besides Sarah Paulson? Yeah, I would have to say, I love Keira Knightley. I think her acting is beautiful and I I love period pieces and she is just the queen of period dramas herself. And, you know, she's played women with such gumption and and I really admire that. Another another actress I really admire is Florence Pugh. I really, I really enjoy her performances. And, you know, she's not only an amazing actress, but just her personality. You go and watch her on Instagram and she's just so personable and real. And I really appreciate that. Now you first auditioned for impeachment in February, 2020, and then the pandemic hit and you didn't find out that you got the role until just before Christmas of last year. I can't even imagine how nerve wracking that audition process must have been for you. Yeah, it was, it was crazy. It was unlike any audition process I've ever had. I mean, that's for sure. I started the process in February of 2020 and then, yeah, the pandemic hit. So I moved back home to Austin to be with my family in just the uncertainty of the world and the industry kind of, you know, shut down because nobody knew what to do. And then all of a sudden in October, I got a call from casting asking if I would send in another tape. And I was like, okay, well, yeah, I I completely forgot that I auditioned for this project. So I sent in a tape and had a few Zoom callbacks, which were a new thing and which was kind of fun. I actually really enjoyed those. And from there, they called me, asked if I would be in LA because I was on hold. So I flew back to LA was in LA for probably three weeks, just waiting with bated breath. And, and then I got the call and it was just, I mean, the biggest relief and excitement to be a part of Ryan Murphy's story. You know, it's such an important story that he's telling. And so I was just so excited to have the opportunity to be a part of it. Now, the impression you gave in your portrayal of Linda Tripp's daughter, Allison, is that she wasn't a big fan of her mother's. But as the series progressed, your character seemed to develop more empathy for her, even though the impact of seeing her mother denigrated and ridiculed in the public 
must have been very, very hard on Allison too. Can you tell us about the process of your own character's evolution on that show? Yeah, absolutely. I can't even begin to comprehend how Allison must have felt in those moments. But for me, I could I could do my best and I could imagine my best and empathize with her to my best ability. And so that was really taking a step back and thinking about, you know, how would it feel if that was my mother being ridiculed by the media and being put down and hounded and being sent death threats? You know, how would I feel if that was my mother and all of these things from our family history are being brought up and shared publicly? Like I I can't even, it was, it was, it was very interesting for me to dive into that. And, you know, Sarah, she, she made it easy to be able to empathize and watching her performance and bouncing back off of, of her in those moments and feeding off of each other's emotions in those moments. And, And, you know, I think Allison, yes, in the beginning, she starts kind of just as this teenager who could kind of care less about her mom and is just trying to live a normal life. And then all of a sudden her life is no longer normal. And, you know, imagining for myself those moments when she might have been walking down her school hallways and people are whispering and, you know, pointing fingers and saying things behind her back. And that would for sure do something on the inside of, of yourself to be like, something is going on here and something's happening to my mom. And this is hard to see my strong mom. Well, I want to tell you my opinion of why I think you did so well. Number one, your own parents are public figures locally. Mm -hmm. And so you can understand what it would be like Mm -hmm. to have a parent who's well known to Mm -hmm. be publicly ridiculed, but Mm -hmm. the really complex and layered aspect of your performance was this. Allison didn't approve of what her mother did either. So Mm. you love her, but you're really disgusted yourself with what she's done. And you somehow found a way to wrap all of that up and still show empathy, especially towards the end of the miniseries. I don't know whether you realize, but you're really very, very gifted. You stood out in what could have been a bit part Mm. and you were very memorable. And I'm proud of you. Thank you. I really appreciate that. Thank you so much. But you know what I mean about how layered it was? Yeah, thank it's, you. You know, it's it's kind of a parallel to Chelsea Clinton, whose mm. father was also humiliated publicly, but clearly she didn't approve of what her father did either. Mm-hmm. I believe that Ryan Murphy directed one of the episodes you were in, and he's known for actually acting out all the parts himself during the rehearsals. Tell us about working with him. Yeah, it was amazing. You know, the day I showed up, I was like, okay, here we go. Or Ryan Murphy's going to be here today. And it was so funny. You know, I had the, I had just the goofiest interaction with him at the very beginning of the day. I turned around and, and I didn't notice that it was him because it was just so quick. And I turned around and I almost bumped into him and I, and this word came, I was like, hi, hello. And I just, oh man, it was embarrassing, but you know, he said, hello. And I introduced myself and I said, hi, I'm Emma. You know, I play Alice and he goes, I know. Nice to meet you. I'm Ryan. And I was like, so lovely to meet you. And yeah, it was so fun because we started talking and he said, you know, you'll notice I like to play my actors. I like to play the characters of my actors. And I said, please, by all means. And so he started 
walking down the stairs as Allison and saying Allison's lines. And so that was really fun because also that just gave me a telltale of how he saw the scene, you know, how he saw me, Allison, be in this moment. And so it, it was it was great. He's amazing. So if I understand you correctly, you didn't meet Ryan Murphy until after you were cast in the part. Yeah, I met him on on set. That's going to come as a surprise to many people because he has the reputation of being a very hands on Mm -hmm. producer, Mm -hmm. but he didn't cast you himself. Yeah, you know, I'm not sure where he was in in that process, but I, I, I got to meet him when I was on set. I'll bet you he saw those tapes. I'm sure. I mean, I'm sure he would have had to in order because he had he's an executive producer. So I'm sure at some point he definitely saw them. Now, you've probably heard this already, but I did my research and I found out that you were not originally going to be in that many episodes, but you were that good that they wrote in more scenes with you and Linda because you, as Linda's daughter, are the eyes of the audience. You're judging her the way we are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, it, it was amazing. I, you know, I think it was, I was only supposed to maybe be in two to three episodes at the most. And then one day I just kept getting a call sheet and kept getting scripts sent to me and kept getting, you know, put in here and put in there. And I, I, I was just so excited and couldn't believe, you know, that, this was happening. And here so I am. Emma, again, I opportunity. Do you get that? That's really amazing and very, very special. Yeah. I'm, I'm flabbergasted. It really is so cool. It was amazing. Now, one other thing, when I was doing my research, I learned that you actually met and worked with Monica Lewinsky in 2019. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, absolutely. I got to work with her on a project called The Epidemic. It was an interactive short film about cyberbullying. And I played a young, a young girl who was being cyberbullied by her classmates and is driven to attempt suicide. And it was such an impactful project. And I'm so thankful to have had that opportunity to be a part of something that is making a difference in people's lives and waking people up to the horrors of cyberbullying and bullying in general. And you know, Monica, she is just a powerhouse. She is absolutely incredible, a role model, 100% for so many young kids who have endured bullying. And just, she's such an advocate for that. And I really admire that. So it was, it was really special to work with her. Did you ever meet Linda Tripp's daughter, Allison? I have not. Mm-mm. So yeah. you don't know what she thought of your portrayal? Mm-mm. I hope Be- she enjoyed it. <laughs> Because you were playing a real person as opposed to a fictional character, did you feel any sense of responsibility in how you portrayed Alison Tripp? Absolutely. Yeah, especially, you know, because I don't know Alison personally, I, I wanted to hopefully do her justice in a way that I envisioned her in those moments. And so, you know, I, I, there were times where I kind of got in my head about it a little bit because I didn't want to let anybody down. But at the same time, I just had to realize, okay, no, this is how I feel. This is how I would be in this moment. And that's all I had to go off of. Well, the thing about the impeachment series that really impressed me is that I thought we all knew the essential details of that scandal because it was so extensively covered in the media But with the passage of time and our evolution as a society and understanding power imbalances 
and sexual harassment. The show really casts a different light on all of the people involved, doesn't it? It really does. Absolutely. It's, it's such a timely project. And I, and I think that it really, you know, gives, gives audiences an, an opportunity for empathy to feel for people that, you know, in our minds, we might've seen one way and hated because of what we've heard or what we've seen, but this really brought an aspect of humanity to all of the characters, every single one of them. Now I'm a huge fan of Yellowstone and I can't wait. To see, I cannot <laughs> wait to see 1883, which is the prequel starring yeah. Faith Hill, Tim McGrath, and Sam Elliott. Now mm-hmm. you play the role of Mary Abel in the first two episodes are you allowed to tell us anything at all about the storyline? I can't tell you too much, but what I can tell you is it is the prequel following the original Dutton family and their journey from Texas and their road west. And, you know, it's a, it is such a compelling story. I had the opportunity to watch the first two episodes with the cast and crew. And I mean, there was not a dry eye in the audience. It was just the first two episodes alone, you're like, oh my gosh, we, this is crazy. And it, it was just such an amazing experience to live in Taylor Sheridan's brilliant world of Yellowstone in 1883 and experience a life that, you know, is so far from our own. And even just to just to inhabit that just a little bit with, you know, my costume and the amazing sets, it was, it was such it was it was a project I'll never forget. You've also completed filming a movie called Amy, which I understand is a thriller. Are you allowed to tell us anything about that? Yeah, absolutely. I filmed Amy a little while ago, but it is a story about human trafficking, which I was very excited to be a part of because human trafficking is something that I have been advocating for, you know, the abolishment of human trafficking for a really long time. And so, you know, getting to portray a young girl who is being trafficked was just, you know, a crazy experience. It's a subject matter that doesn't get as much exposure as it should, don't you think? Absolutely. It is definitely not talked about enough. And I think part of the reason why is because it's an uncomfortable situation because it happens in our backyard. It it really does. It happens in the suburbs, in the house next door to you. It happens in the apartment below you. It's everywhere. And, you know, I think that people, people feel like they can't make a difference. And so it's not really talked about enough, but the thing is, is we need to talk about it more. We need to show that it's happening and it's real and it's happening to our children in schools and predators are finding young, innocent kids online. And, you know, eventually kids can fall into these traps of human trafficking and we need to bring awareness to it. We have to talk about it. And so that's why I'm so thankful that I got to do Amy and, you know, promote amazing organizations like A21 and Exodus Cry on my Instagram and social platforms to raise awareness and to hopefully, you know, shed a light on the horrors of human trafficking so that we can bring it to an end and see it, see it come to an end. I don't know if you've ever thought about it this way, but I can tell you that I think it's very poetically justified that you be a spokesperson against human trafficking. And I'll tell you why, Emma. You moved to Hollywood as a young teenager, hoping to make it in show business. Many, many young teenagers do exactly that. 
and they get themselves in trouble when they get there, meeting people who make all kinds of promises that are not going to be fulfilled. And before you know it, they're basically enslaved. And I want people watching this to understand that there's a big difference with you. Your grandparents went there with you. You were not left alone to be vulnerable and at the mercy of somebody who could exploit you. And so for all those people out there watching, thinking, oh, this could happen to me too. I'm going to go to Hollywood and I'm going to end up on a Ryan Murphy show. I want them to listen to what Emma has said about the dangers of being exploited just because you have big dreams. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I'm so thankful for my supportive family because they're at the end of the day, the ones that kept me grounded and kept my, you know, my feet on the ground and solid. And my faith is also a big part of that. And so it just, I'm, I'm very thankful that I've been protected and shielded and, you know, but that also didn't come with that came with its fair share of hard conversations of learning how to, you know, identify when someone might be trying to exploit me or what to say in a situation and how to protect myself and stand up for myself. Do you trust your instincts? Yeah, (laughs) I do. I don't think my parents would have let me move there if, you know, they didn't feel that I, I could handle myself. And of course, that has also come with growing and maturing my confidence in myself. But, you know, cause there's just, there's not amazing people out there. And unfortunately, and so it's our job to a treat everybody with kindness, but also be, be aware and know when to stand up for yourself. And use good judgment mm-hmm. and trust your intuition when it comes to who you associate with. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Now, a lot of actors today are getting involved in writing and production as well. Do you have any interest in going in that direction? Yes, that is all I want to do. I mean, I love everything about the film industry, but especially writing and directing and producing. And so my dream really is to have my own production company one day and write stories so that I can, you know, I have full control over what stories I want told and, and who I want to tell them. And yeah, so that's, that's, that's my ultimate dream. <laughs> so you are a storyteller. Hmm. Through and through. I, I, ever since I was young, I've always gone into my own worlds and told stories and dressed up in costumes and made films on my mom's iPad. I love, and especially now with these last two projects, it's, it's awoken something in me, this passion for storytelling even more than before, because now I'm like, all right, we have momentum and I can hardly wait for the next story that I get to tell. And the stories that I'll get to tell myself one day, having written them or produced them because everybody has their own story. Everybody, we are all different. And that's the beauty of humanity is that we're all different and we all have different stories to tell. And I want to be able to tell those stories in an exciting, fun way. Well, Emma, it's been wonderful meeting you and having this chance to celebrate your career so far. Please keep your head on your shoulders because I know there's a lot of success coming your way and that can bring special challenges in this industry. So promise me, you'll always stay grounded and connected to to people who really care about you. Thank you, always. Yes, I appreciate it. Thank you so much for coming on our show, Emma. And I hope you'll come back with every new project because you're always welcome on our show. Thank you. I so appreciate it. This has been, this has been great. Thank you. Our guest has been actress Emma Malouf. My name is Harvey Brownstone. Thank you to our producer, Steve Silver. Thank you all for joining us. See you next time. 
Be sure to check out more interviews by Harvey Brownstone on this podcast channel.